Hello guys, you're welcome back to my podcast, it's Chatting with Chubby Show and I am your one and only host, our royal chubby that's one victory. <laughs> uh, so guys, today um, I have a special guest, now guess who, I mean just guess who, you don't know, okay, please introduce yourself because you know. <laughs> <laughs> you're crazy, you're crazy. Uh, it's Eno from Time Out with Eno right here on Anchor FM. How are you guys doing? Hello, guys. So, um, Eno is, I don't know what to, I don't know which place I want to classify this human being right now. Oh, wow. But, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Okay, let's just say we are soul sisters. I met her in mm. university when I, you know, when I got admission. And I think we clicked from there. So, I invited her today for this episode. So on this episode, we're going to be talking about the pandemic, our pandemic chronicles, like our personal experiences that we had during the pandemic and the lockdown period. Now, uh, before we go down that lane, first and foremost, I want to thank everybody. My Amlifters, thank you guys so much for listening, for pressing play on my podcast, for sharing and subscribing. Thank you so much. And do not relent. Please continue to get the word out. <laughs> so now, let's dive right into what we have for today. How are we going to start this thing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> we are not professionals. You know, we're just trying to, I don't know. But don't worry, just listen to us. Let's, let's, we'll just give you what we have. Now, um, when this pandemic started, I was scared. I was really, really scared. I don't know about Eno, but I was scared. Because first of all, okay, when it happened, we were in school. And at that time, it was during ASU strike. That year, two weeks, um, two weeks, um, Warning strike. Yes, two weeks warning strike. And we were happy. I don't know. Were you happy about the strike? Because I was happy about the strike. I was. I was happy because you know the stress now. You know how you we just got into 300 level. As in, and you wanted to choke us. <laughs> <laughs> you wanted to kill us. And like guys, you will not imagine that me now, like you people schooling, I fainted. Oh wow. <laughs> I fainted in school because of stress. So when the two weeks warning strike came up, I was really happy that I would take out time to rest, you know, gather myself, gather momentum and then come back because it was not a very easy something. So and then before you know, strike entered pandemic and they asked all of us to Anlele from the hostel. <laughs> So, I don't know, like, no, no, just share with us, how did you feel at that time? Like, what was it like for you? When when we heard of the uh, pandemic outbreak or the breakout, whatever, the English Oh, join the Chinese virus, <laughs> COVID-19. According to our beloved president. As in, uh, oh God. such oh. a man. <laughs> man like Bari. Oh, wow. The thing is, when it happened, I was happy about the the uh, the warning strike yes that was one apart from that when we, when i heard the 
whole thing. I thought it was something that will also stay like two weeks now and come back. <laughs> but so, it was true. I actually thought that we we'll stay so, for like two months and then we'll pack and go exactly, back. Exactly. I thought if it's if it's too long, maybe it's just a month or uh-huh. two and we'll be back because I was like, oh, I needed this rest because of this stress. And plus, we we're actually thinking at that time that the virus had not entered Nigeria. As in, uh, so me, I was like. The people that are outside Nigeria should stay outside there. They should no, remain there. They should not come. And so, you know, with that, we will be able to control whatever thing that was going to erupt. But then, <laughs> like our country, we always fail us. <laughs> Most of their family um, people, family people, they were outside the country. So they had to wait until all of them have come back to Nigeria. They have mind to be leaving but they're open when there's a there's an there's an outbreak. Just imagine <laughs> like the audacity it's the audacity for me. Oh god. <laughs> like there's an outbreak and you have the mind to leave the um border open because your family members are outside. You did not think about the more than two hundred million Nigerians when leaving was, when it was time to to, to close border for us they closed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> But but for pandemic, they would all close. Mm-hmm. Just, mm-hmm. just imagine. You didn't mind them. Now, on my way coming back from, like, when they chased off from the hostel. It's not possible. When they asked us to leave the hostel, and I was coming back, the car I entered, you need to see the way I was keeping to myself. Like, oh, God, let nobody touch me. <laughs> oh, Lord, let nobody touch me. Because they said that this sickness is touch and full of <laughs> So guys, I um, I got to the house and the very first thing my father said is, we are going to put you on a 14 days quarantine because we don't know whether you carry the virus or <laughs> Now, three days later, I started de- developing symptoms. I called dear Eno. Of course, you know, she's my, like, she's my oh. best of friend. Oh my and I called her and I was like, baby, it's like I'm going to die. <laughs> <laughs> This one, queen of advice. See, if you if you feel like you're lacking in any place in your life and you need some advice, you need somebody to, you know, motivate you, Please. all you have to do is click on, in fact, go on Google, search for time out with Enno. She's going to give you all you want. So, you know, as per queen of the advice kingdom, I call that. I'm like, I'm going to die soon. I need constantly myself. <laughs> You cannot die a bed. Now go with. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to die soon. And then she started telling me, What are you saying? You cannot die. You did not have the virus in Jesus' name. <laughs> no, guys, you need to actually see me. I started listening to this song. My word, Shabina, my word needs you right okay. now. Remember? <laughs> I listened to it. A bit that is a sweet tooth. And Oya is somebody that likes sore, um, she likes sore taste. I don't know how she manages to do that. I don't know. But I'm a sweet suit and I cannot on a normal day grate ginger and drink. It's not possible. Never. It not gonna happen. <laughs> so I grated ginger for like three days and then I drank it because I was having crazy symptoms days after like I had a mad sore throat and my throat was scratchy so I thought that you know I had the virus just imagine <laughs> oh my god oh my god the lockdown period was really really funny and 
we went from being afraid. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's only in my household, but we were watching CNN, Al Jazeera, BBC, every single time. I think one main thing was was the fact that you know you know how that's why I don't like news or listening to the news. But say if you not watch news, it means you will not have sense. Like no, you know, you will not be able to have an I opinion. Will have sense. I will not know what's happening around the world. My I father is saying that. <laughs> that because news is depressing. Listening I, to the news is depressing. My father is saying that if they are running away from Nigeria now, <laughs> and you are not watching news, how will you know it? So that you follow and run. <laughs> Maybe they wrong go. If you wanna leave Nigeria, maybe won't go. My dear. dear, so it was when the when the uh, when they were asked to go back home, everybody go back home, this that 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 this, the the diseases in Nigeria, a a a a a ah I say oh wow. I didn't even think that it was going to take so long. You need to see how I packed. I packed very small. <laughs> Only for me to stay in there. Now this is what October, we are still in the house. <laughs> Well, actually, she has an apartment. That's why she she can do that chakara. Me, I say the hostel. I packed all of my ungongo. You need to see me plenty ungongo that day. As if I was coming back from Onitsha, me and my My dear. So the fear was there because, of course, we were wondering what kind of disease is this that exactly you have to stay on your own, like no interaction. Exactly. You have to. You have to like. And as human beings, naturally, we are social beings. Yes. So now you're telling us to. Abstain, distance ourselves from people, Stay wear away. masks if you have to go out. Just imagine. Wash your hand. I, I see now, if I don't try to wash my hands, <laughs> so white. I don't even know if my hand has started peeling now. See this side. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, you wash your hand, you keep washing your hand, you wash your hand. Like if you are listening to some radio stations, they will tell you wash your hand when you go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> because the virus will come and visit me. <laughs> And the virus will come and visit me in my dream. Okay, and the bad thing was now, why I say news is depressing? Because I now followed NCDC on Twitter. That is the worst thing I ever did in my life. I don't even have that strength. <laughs> now, you go and check. Every now and then I'm going to check. Has increased. Uh -uh. Every day is increasing. Every day is increasing. What is happening upon we are on the lockdown? Okay, starting from Lagos. Now you move down. They say in Portacourt City there was no. Case. There was no case. And we were okay. No, we were happy like we were that. Feeling uh -huh. We were feeling ourselves. And then because of politics. But I could not say having cases. No, <laughs> And the way the cases were just increasing. increasing As if they would share money to the highest states with uh, cases. So. cases. Just imagine. Just <laughs> I beg. I beg. The cases kept on increasing, increasing. I say, hey, there's no going back to school now. Because <laughs> I was already tired. Now, from depression, from uh, from fear moved to depression. Now, the depression, the fact that you are at home, you're not useful to yourself. Exactly. You're not useful to the society. You're like, just useless. <laughs> like you see your friends, mm. they are doing, ah, I'm doing this. I started a YouTube channel. I am, you know, I started um, catering classes. Uh, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. You know, people are adding value to themselves. And we like this, we're just in the house. Slam, scrolling on our phone. Going from YouTube to <laughs> joblessness. From YouTube to WhatsApp. From WhatsApp to Facebook. From Facebook to Instagram. Instagram to Twitter. Mm. Ah. <laughs> What's it like? As in, uh, mm. and so I got really depressed. And then the part that got me is the weight part. 
you know, we are sitting at home. We know they do anything. We just chop. Because of both you think you're hungry every minute. As in <laughs> And you know, that's just the thing. Because you're not doing anything. I don't know if it's, yes, of course, most persons, because you're not doing anything. You're less busy. You're just in the house. Maybe you watch movies. If Nepa agrees to give you lights. <laughs> the next thing you're doing, you're finding your way to the kitchen, to the fridge. Even in the night, when it's late, you still find your way to the kitchen. Let me just take one last, mm. one last one, one last one. It's not me that caused this pandemic. And at some point, we started seeing it as a holiday. As in, eh? <laughs> like, compulsory holiday. No, we have come to flex. No, no, that <laughs> time is going. As in, and then it just, it was just funny how every, before you know it, it moved from March to April. April. From April May. to May. And I'm like, uh-uh. It seems like there's no turning back. And from that time, it's like the depression just kept growing. Exactly. And then now with the weight, the weight that you don't want to add, you d- you the depression now to... increased. Now you're not having, you're, you're aiming, you know you're aiming goals when it comes to fitness. And then your belly says a lie, you're not going to wear a body dress no more. Belly just so. be growing. <laughs> belly just be growing. <laughs> Without asking for permission. I'm telling you. Just, and, you know, there was now the time of you have to sit back and ask yourself, where are we headed? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, like, I did that a lot. I, I think my, my turning point was around my birthday. That was in May. But it was good and bad because I had like a short pandemic relationship. <laughs> See people, see, see. You no, people should come and see you. It was people a, that have situation during the pandemic. No, it's not situation. It's not situation. It was relationship, relationship. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> We're not saying it on this podcast, no. <laughs> so, she has secrets. No. Deadly secrets. Cockroach in her cupboards. No, no. She does not want people to hear. Let's just move on. <laughs> yeah, she had a relationship pandemic. A big so, pandemic relationship. You know, it's not pandemic relationship. Because at some point I was like, this relationship might not survive. It, would, it had the possibility of surviving after the pandemic. And they said that people should stay in your house. How did people still see? <laughs> you know, there was no lockdown in Portacourt till around, I think, April. Is it April? I can't remember. I think it was, it was like late April. And you know how our dearest was doing it? You know who we are talking about? <laughs> <laughs> how our dearest was doing it? How? You will say, Rumokoro, we are locking you down. Yes, <laughs> we are locking you down. People that live in the Rumokoro will find their way to Abuloma. Uh, exactly. Abuloma, we are locking you down for the next one week. Abuloma mm. people that have money, they will find their way to other places, other parts of Buttercourt exactly. that are not locked down. So that was just how it was going. So actually, where the places that were locked, where the person was even living was a place where that where was locked. What am I saying? Yes, a place that was not locked down. It's not your fault. We've not been to school. Eight months. <laughs> it's not your first idea. Spoke it like that. A place that wasn't locked down. So we went there. And we would always see every chance we got. It was. It was not. It was not every day. Anyway, it was. But it was. I tried my best to make it regular. So after, I think it was after the relationship, I just asked myself, what the hell am I doing with myself? We still, we are still in good terms. It was. It was just short-lived. That's just the sad thing about it. But after the relationship, I had to ask myself, what am I, what is next in this life? Okay, mm. what if 
papa this kid like actually i actually asked myself that question because it was like me i was thinking probably around september everything would die down with the way they were always talking about vaccine 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 i thought that there would be a point where you know um we'll be able to go back to school so quickly and every every and i was talking to chica professor chica <laughs> and he was like we're not going to school back in the next two years when he said that and i got more depressed though we were joking but because i'm an overthinker i thought about it so much i got felt so bad while enna was having pandemic relationship oh my god <laughs> the small relationship i was trying to build crash it's in crash like tray of egg <laughs> Oh, wow. Actually, I think that also contributes to my depress my depressive state mm. because I felt so bad plus I was adding weights. And now lockdown period, everybody should stay in your house. My father did not actually let any of us leave the house to visit anybody. And prior to that time, prior to the pandemic time, because of the stress in school, I was like I thought the guy like I need to sort myself out. First and foremost, my CGP cracked the last semester, so I need to sort myself out and everything. Just give me time, and I thought we we had an agreement, but right now I don't think he actually understood what I was saying. Did he didn't understand English. <laughs> he didn't understand. <laughs> and then, some way, somehow, some way, somehow, we actually communication um, reduced. I don't know, and then. One day, one day like that, communication started again. I was like, let me just go and visit him more. Let me go. I went to his apartment, and that day I was looking so ah, buff, buff. It's as if they sprayed me yeast. <laughs> I was swelling that day. I got to his place, and they were talking. You know, it had been a long time. So I was like, ah, you know, we are just just in, and I was like, I need to collect some songs from your phone. I've already gave me his phone. I'm not supposed to talk about this, but then let's get personal right now, because this is our like our personal experiences. And then he was like, um, let me. I was like, let me. Sorry, Jesus. Let me see. <laughs> let me get some songs from your phone. And he was like, okay. Now he gave me the phone. I saw the wallpaper of a girl that I know. Like I don't want to go into details, but then the bottom line was he started dating somebody else, and I know the person. It's not a bad thing, no. But then I actually, you know, thought that we were onto something. I thought we were moving to somewhere. Like you get me. Moving train. <laughs> <laughs> See, my friends call me the. What was that? I don't know why my friends call me the moving train. But yeah, the moving train. No, <laughs> no, no. no. No, this but girl, no, but this yeah. baby girl cannot allow anything to drop her but down. But seriously, like, we move, we now. move, we moved. We can't go back and we, we keep going. If somebody says they don't want you anymore, or they are saying you know giving you one kind of stupid attitude, sure you will not pack your ngo ngo ngo. I don't know. <laughs> I like. I really. I. I don't know. I. You know. I'm happy for those people who have the strength to endure. But trust me. I Long don't have that strength. Long <laughs> suffering is not something I can't do. So please, I move in Jesus' name. Amen. I'm a moving train. Well, that's how we'll be moving to the permanent side. So, like I was saying, now this girl, she's slimmer than me. 
and she looks beautiful. Mm-hmm. So I think that's one of the things that made me depressed. I was like, uh-uh, so I'm adding weight. Is that why he decided, you know, not to, uh, you know, go on with me anymore, etc., etc., etc. So, why and I was building relationship, my mm-hmm. one was cracking down. <laughs> Is that building relationship? But no. yeah, it was short-lived. No. Uh-uh, but you were building. You will not say you were not planning to build. Oh, wow. I build. Yeah. <laughs> Bricklayer. <laughs> so, all of these things made me depressed. I'm sure enough face depression too. I don't know, but I think 80% of the young adults in Nigeria actually face depression because no, you, there were no longer activities to actually make you forget about your issues, forget about your problems. Exactly. So you now had all the time in the world to think about everything that is worrying your entire sit existence. Sit down and do nothing. You just sit down and do nothing, and before you know, your mind has relapsed. And you know what? One thing I noticed during this um, pandemic is how important time is. Yes. You wake up, you wake up in the morning, and before you know, it's already it's dark. Evening. Seriously. And you're like, uh-uh. I did not do any. I didn't achieve a thing. Nothing. To, uh, uh, that day. Not one thing. The week will just go by. Another week will go by. There is nothing remarkable that you are doing. You're just like, what is even happening? So, getting back to my story, turning point happened, and I realized that okay, weight is coming up. I didn't want the weight. My mother was yabbing me. Or <laughs> <laughs> more family. You go fear them more. Don't be small. Ah, they will do you. <laughs> do you strong. Too. My brother nicknamed me Fat Rugged Pig. Just imagine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. So, I started, I had to put in exercise into my daily routine. It wasn't easy. And then when the lockdown was suppressed, I went back to my apartment in school to go and pick up my... Um, I call it, I, property. No, some properties and then some uh, my this thing, part of it was my training or my uh, workout outfit so so that I could exercise more. Mm-hmm. So I did that. I started putting exercise at my daily routine. And then someone who put this podcast idea into my head was one of my friends. She was I, I was if anyone knows me like this madam <laughs> if, if we have to chat I have to use a voice note. So I'm, th- I'm not the texting type. I, I don't like keypads. We are both not the texting type. I don't like keypads. Our friends know us. Yes. We give you guys album. If you see me, that's me, <laughs> microphone. <laughs> because I like to talk. And then if I have to talk, there has to be a voice note. So she was listening to my voice. And she was like, ah, have you ever thought of doing a podcast? I was like, ah, okay. So that's where the idea came up. And it was birthed. Um... I just, that's when, as I started, mm-hmm. and then the feedback I got from people, yeah. I felt like, wow, exactly. finally being productive. Finally, oh, last, last, oh, in Jesus' name. <laughs> and then things began to open up, and then I began to, you know, watch, you know how you're looking at your friend's status on WhatsApp, on Instagram, and you're seeing the things they are and doing, and you're seeing the great things they are doing, one of my friends achievements. Opened, opened her aesthetic, uh, Salon, I'll call it a salon, yeah, the aesthetics um, clinic and spa. So, and she was just posting, and I was like, hey, hey see my people, see my mates, hey, take it, just, just go, just look at, just, just look at, <laughs> and I'm here. And other of my friends who are in businesses were just posting, and I was like, wow, wow, 
wow god what is happening god when just be god when you're up you, and down you know when you're just the one way you need to sound like siren your ear <laughs> wow wow wow, wow. <laughs> <laughs> and i was just like god what is happening to my life like and then it, it now became to a point where i feel in this in this during this time loneliness became my biggest friend <laughs> And then because of loneliness, I, I let a lot of things happen. Mm-hmm. Situationships upon situationships. Ah, from one to another. Oh God, I became Now, the, who is the removing train here? I became the queen of situationships. <laughs> mm. And the lifestyle... <laughs> the lifestyle I was uh, trying to abandon my whole life. Yeah, as in my whole, you know, the whole. <laughs> I was whole phase. To, yeah, I was trying to pass that... that Phase, but then it was like it was coming back to bite me in the ash. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, God, what is going to happen? Like, is this how we are gonna live this life? No, 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 no. We, no. we didn't plan for this. We never experienced. No, we need to get up and move. So it was just, I would say, it's even recently that I decided to make intentional decisions to say exactly whether you like it or not even though you're lonely learn to enjoy your company i'm learning to enjoy my company again listen no receive <laughs> advice she's giving it to you now <laughs> just things down okay. so you can take things up and you can take this away take this away <laughs> so i was I had to just tell myself, you have to learn to enjoy your company. Whether mm-hmm. you like it or not, just enjoy your company because nobody's going to do it for you. Before you start taking nonsense. Even today, uh, talking to a group of my friends were just gisting. And then she was like, she wants to get married because she's tired of being lonely. And then someone was like, you will, even when you are married, I hope you know that that doesn't feel that space of loneliness. If exactly. You if you don't learn to enjoy your own company. Your own company. When you learn to do that, it's very important. It just, there, there are some things that you will not allow. There are so many things, so many people, why they refuse to leave relationships is because they feel like, what am I going to do without exactly. this person? How am I going, like, what, what is my routine going to be like? Mm-hmm. You know, just, I'm you so used to this life. They just feel I'm like so that person is feeling a void that, or a space that they cannot, they, sh- they cannot feel. And that is actually why they move from one relationship to yeah. another and become something else. Do you know when you break up, you're supposed to take out time to heal, heal, and then know what cost it. If you were at fault, if you exactly. were being toxic, relationships are supposed to teach you something. Yes, exactly. So if if you left a relationship and you went to the next without. Uh, laying out what caused the relationship, you know, looking at things and knowing exactly where to start from. Okay, maybe it was my fault or he was his fault. Okay, what did I take out from this relationship? Yes. How did this relationship But no, they will not do that. Did he make me a better person or did he make me worse? Or um, were we adding value to each other? Mm -hmm. Or we were just dating? We are just pay as you go. (laughs) <laughs> anyway, Beleface. <laughs> anyway, Beleface in front, my sister. Anyway, Beleface. Let's just be doing. Let's just be trying and be going. Mm. <laughs> no, your, your name is not trying. No, <laughs> you cannot be so, doing that kind of thing to your life. So um, now, after all of these things, I think for me, where I got this idea from, first and foremost, there's this one of my friends like that. We are really, really close, and I loved him almost up until, like, it was an obsession. Everybody that knows me 
knows him. You cannot know me and not know him. Exactly. Impossible. <laughs> because I'm going to preach him. I have not preached Jesus like that. God forgive me. <laughs> I've not preached Jesus like that. So I, I actually, you know, I was I was actually thinking something was going to happen. But then Assumption did me dirty. Mm. See, there's going to be a podcast for that, an episode for that. Assumption. Eh? Let's leave it. Leave it there. Leave it there. Let's move forward. <laughs> so, um, now, um, one, his roommate in school, you know, he graduated from the university last year, but then his roommate started a podcast, and then I listened to his voice. And I'm like, this guy said he's not even much of a talker. And me, I talk for a living. It's just that they've not said they me. I've not said everything to be So, I was like podcasting would actually be a good idea now that everybody's doing something profitable now this guy that i said i was obsessed with actually late last year we ended like not like we ended things like we made things clear to ourselves so that we will not be i will not be misbehaving because i was the one who was misbehaving so um he was like no the friendship still stays but then you know now it will not be like before everything started bending and apart from that you need to give yourself space because <laughs> the friendship self you go you go get killed <laughs> exactly and then um i remember asking him in this pandemic why we actually do not talk anymore is it because of lack of social energy or what and it was like he had to filter his friends he had to you know people that had value ah so me now i'm not adding value to you imagine so mm-hmm. I felt like heavyweight. <laughs> Probably doing a podcast will make me be a little bit productive. Let me see what I can do with my free time. Mm. And then I started my first podcast. Listen and listen now. Actually, and I started our own first. Then I started, you know, fully fully mentality is evidence in Nigeria. Please don't look at me like that. I started with her. <laughs> <laughs> And then I started the podcast with her, like, hers was um, Tama with Eno, and I was listening, listening out. But then on the long run, because I'm not a techie person, and because I was actually depressed when I started, everything just went down to the drain. Like, I, I think I was trying to move my podcast from speaker to anchor, and then the thing, something just do, and I could not find my podcast anymore. I don't know what happened. And it took me a long while to see. Uh, it's good for you to have good friends around you. Friends like Eno, friends like Professor Chika. So they will always give you sense and talk to you. And this, my friends, helped me out of depression. And I started this podcast that you're listening to right now. And I can say that from the time I've started, like from the time I decided to have a new beginning, because I felt like. In fact, I was even more depressed because of the things I refused to leave, because of the things that I had done. And because, you know, because of the way everything was, my weight, my loneliness, like I know, explained. Family, I'm not, I'm not a family person. I actually prefer a long distance relationship with my family. So they are giving me wahala. And every, 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 every expectations, everything made me depressed. My past, or yes, my past, because this is a new beginning. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So my past and everything, all of those things that are actually 
This podcast is taking too long. <laughs> so, I can say from the point I decided to have a new beginning, things have been smoother for me. I've had a better understanding. And I'm on a path to self-discovery. And I am happy of the new mindset that I have acquired. And I'm so grateful to God and to my friends. Like this pandemic was one whole crazy. I remember the time that people were running Elta Skeeter for bread. Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> because of the, because our dearest. Yes, our dearest. Wanted, <laughs> wanted to padlock the entire state. Yes. <laughs> and you know, bread is like no, breakfast. 90% of Nigerian families take bread for breakfast. So everybody was lining up for bread. If you go to Market Square, there was no bread anywhere. Ah, Jesus. Pandemic was, I think on the long run, this pandemic actually was, would I say, it, you know, brought a positive outcome to our lives for people who take their lives seriously. Because there are some people, like I said, anywhere but left is, Not let's true. just be trying. <laughs> so it was a positive outcome because i knew if i was in school i wouldn't have achieved all of the things i've achieved you know my self-discovery part of the self-discovery you know coming out of depression being creative you get me Mm -hmm. so i was i'm really happy for this pandemic you know i want it to end because see i want to graduate (laughs) (laughs) i don't know about you people but please i want to graduate Nigerian universities, I'm tired. Eh? I am tired. If I go to heaven and God mistakenly wants to send me to hell, I'm going to show him the ID card. They've not even given us ID cards. Eh? The ID card, Uniport ID card. See, God, see my ID card. I've been too stressed already. Don't stress me anymore. <laughs> I'll be <laughs> So, okay. Um, talking about family, this pandemic kind of brought me closer to the family, the fam. Mm. Uh. For people that like family, please go ahead. No, I, I learned to become a family person in this pandemic, to be I've honest. I've not learned that one. You will learn it, don't But you probably should be trying. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had to learn because you're not alone anymore. And I like my space. The fact that, okay, now in school, I have an apartment and I stay alone. Only sometimes when my friends just come, sleep over and go. But the fact that I stay alone, I like my space. I like when I arrange. And nobody's trying to scatter or encroach on And I have my news OCD to begin with. (laughs) So, (laughs) exactly, it's it's my news, don't worry, it's not that bad. But it can get really bad because I remember just recently, the fact that there was uh, my family friend's daughter who always come over. She's just about 12, but as much as she looks big, she still she still acts like a child. And every time she's leaving the room, I'm like, did you dress the bed? Like, <laughs> no. I hope, I hope that that room is clean because I cannot clean that room in the morning and you will not dress. Are you mad? <laughs> so, is you menting? Is you menting? I don't know. <laughs> so that kind of feeling, having to learn that whether you like it or not these people that you call family that you want to even throw away they will always be there they they will always be there and they got your back exactly and okay the fact that i got tired of always cooking 
Mm. They turned us to house girls. I'm house girl, I'm housewife. I can't wait for school to resume, so I'm I'll become a diva that I am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm house everything. They turned us to house I'm house everything. We made mommy then said us go fetch firewood. The only thing is that we've become so modernized, so it's gas that we are using. Exactly. <laughs> Unless <laughs> everything, don't be be that. So it just it for me this pandemic was a blessing yeah as well as a curse yes but because it was, it's wasting our time exactly but i'm happy because i learned or discovered new things about myself that you we wouldn't ordinarily have exactly. when we were in school because we would have been busy mm-hmm. trying to upgrade cgpa no be small that will not give us job immediately god forbid that we have job <laughs> <laughs> and then i learned to say no I taught mm-hmm. myself how to say no, and I taught people myself... People pleasing, on learning people pleasing. Mm-hmm. I taught myself how to set boundaries and tell myself, enough is enough. Yeah. This is you, this is you. Even though I still did the things that I told myself at the beginning of this year, that I wasn't going to do. But we're not going to continue this kind of life again. Yes, we, we, we made a covenant. Is it covenant? I mean, New Year resolution. <laughs> but the way we broke them, eh? <laughs> the way we broke, see? New Year resolution. Unapologetically. As in it. <laughs> Unprovoked. Did, with our full chest. We yes, broke we it. broke it with our chest. <laughs> mm. <laughs> so it was, or it has, or it still is, it's a blessing regardless. Yeah. As much as I want to graduate and everything, I'm happy that I've been able to lay out too many things. Yes. If this thing didn't happen, mm. I would have just carried on with life and life a would have just things. life would have just passed by a lot like, of baggages exactly life would have just passed by like a breeze mm-hmm. and i would have not even been able to make anything tangible out of my life and to have just been oh you graduated you mm-hmm. graduated Wonderful. now what's what's what next, next? Exactly. i said graduate what's next what do you want to do exactly and then the next thing is because you're not useful to yourself your exactly. parents are looking for her to ship you off to a man's house <laughs> to be married to look for man Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's not just you don't just want to be married marriage is not the goal it's not the ultimate you want to you, it's just a part of life mm-hmm. just like how you go to school you finish yes, you, you get a on. job you mm-hmm. you you know life is just a part of life so this alone helped me understand things better i'm happy for all the phases i had to go through yeah and it taught me so many things that everybody's on their own path crazy phases everybody exactly you know at that time when we're always looking at our um friends and looking, looking for at validation. what they were doing and we are looking for validation and affirmation and we're you know trying to feel among but we didn't just fit in because we felt we were not being productive enough yes, exactly. and we actually learned at this time that we are enough for ourselves mm-hmm. and actually learned not to force so many things like i've got no energy i've got a uh, see after push, money money is, money is what is what we've got to push you now so we do not force things that are not relevant anymore and this pandemic actually made us intentional mm. conscious conscious efforts and i i've seen for for like two months now i can't remember a time where i've actually felt so down like i felt in the past six months like i think i've been i've never been happier my friends can really attest like i've never been happier i've never been more I, I, <laughs> professor chica was like oh you're you're so adorable these days i'm like ah, can you imagine exactly <laughs> so ah it's a wrap <laughs> it's a, see me and Eno, we just ate eba before we came to record this <laughs> <laughs> <Seriously>? <laughs> 
serious place of Eba. You cannot shame the shameless. Forget and then leave it. us. Even if you are trying to lose weight, allow us to chop in peace. <laughs> Alright, so, guys. It's a wrap, and you could share your pandemic story with us. What what were the phases you had to go through? You know, you can um, send a voice message. When you click to listen, you're going to find the message icon. Click and then send a message to me. And if you feel that you're not going to be okay with doing that, you can visit us on Instagram at chatting Miss Chubby, on Facebook at on Facebook as Mfon Vicky, Mfon spelled as M F O N and Vicky spelled as V I C K Y. Thank you guys so much for listening to us. Do not forget to listen to Tama V Eno. You need all the advice you can get. Always. Always. You need Rema. Serious Rema. <laughs> so do not forget also to subscribe. Do not forget to get the word out. Always share, 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 share. Please help us move this thing to the permanent site. Thank you guys so much for sticking with us to the end. And it's a wrap for us. Bye.